0: I've got the victory living inside of me. I got the greater one. I can't overcome. This ain't no time to turn back. No place to cross back. I gotta keep pressing on till every battle is won. Good morning, class. Hi, I'm Keith Moore, and we welcome you to Faith School. What happens in Faith School? (laughs) My spirit is fed. My faith grows stronger, and I learn how to be an overcomer. We're confessing that is happening. My spirit is getting stronger. I'm going from strength to strength to strength. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, My faith is increasing, and I am learning. I'm not as easy to fool as I used to be. I'm not ignorant of Satan's devices. Can you say amen? amen? You want to talk like this. You want to say these kind of things over yourself. Get your Bible. Get something to make a note with. Come on into the classroom with us, and let's receive some more today. Lord, all of us agree together as touching this and asking you, for the utterance and anointing, for the illumination uh, of our hearts and minds, causing us to see and know and understand your goodness, yourself, your ways, your will, your plan. Uh, Open the scriptures to us, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Look, please, in 1 Corinthians 10 again, 1 Corinthians 10, we've been talking about overcoming unbelief. And in 1 Corinthians 10, he mentions verse 1 that our fathers were under the cloud, passed through the sea, baptized in the cloud, in the sea. And verse 5 says, many of them God was not well pleased with, for they were overthrown in the wilderness. And so he said, these things were our examples to the intent we should not lust are long after evil things as them. Don't be idolaters. Don't commit fornication. Don't tempt Christ. Don't murmur as some of them murmured. Now, I'm expecting over the course of our study of these 10 examples. In fact, there are five additional ones past the 10 examples, but you know, up to the 10 is where they heard the news they're not going into the promised land. But... Uh, we will, I think, eventually get to these other verses that uh, refer to that. The, the idolatry, the, the tempting Christ, those things. But right now we're on this part in, in these first examples, the murmuring. Verse 10 says, don't murmur as some of them also murmured and they were destroyed of the destroyer. Can murmuring get you destroyed? Yes. Most people don't believe that. You can tell they don't because they grumble, (laughs) right? If they really believed it would get them destroyed, they'd quit. Now, I've decided I believe this, right? So I'm stopping the grumbling. How about you guys? I believe this. If he says grumbling will get you destroyed, well, I don't want to be destroyed. Do I have to grumble? No. And we saw uh, Philippians 2.14 said, do all things without murmurings or disputings. So he, he allows us no time and place where murmuring's okay. He says, everything you do, make sure you do it without murmuring. Everybody say it out loud. No murmuring. No murmuring. No grumbling. No grumbling. At all. Ever. (laughs) Now you'll hear people say, well, sometimes now you got a right to complain. Where'd you find that? Where's that at? (laughs) What verse is that? Because we just quoted to you the one. Philippians 2.14 Do all things without it, without murmuring. 1 Corinthians 10.10 He said, don't murmur like they did because they got destroyed of the destroyer. If we're smart, we will be done with it. We will make changes. Now, if if you've done it your whole life, it's a habit. It can be an ingrained habit. And you can find yourself doing it before you realize it. But when you realize it, catch yourself. Say, stop that. Stop that. Lord, forgive me. Stop that. If somebody else is hearing you, you say, I'm sorry, excuse me. I repent. We're not going to talk this way. Why? Because it opens the door to destruction in your life. It gives the destroyer access and a right to bring to pass the unbelieving stuff coming out of your mouth. Does it matter what we say? Is life and death really in the power of the tongue the way the scripture says? It is. It is. It is. And what we say is either our fear being expressed or our faith being expressed. What we say matters. Go with me, if you would, over to Matthew. Matthew 12. What we say is is our faith speaking. Or it can be our unbelief speaking. But you can identify yourself and others, by what's coming out of the mouth. 12.33 says, Either make the tree good, and his fruit good, or else make the tree corrupt, and his fruit corrupt. For the tree is known by his fruit. How can you tell what kind of fruit tree it is? You don't have to put a big sign on it. Right? (laughs) You don't have to try to talk people into it at the right season, whatever is produced on it. Right? If it's pears, well, it's a pear tree. If it was apples, it's an apple tree. If it's got apples, it ain't a pear tree. Right? If it's oranges, it ain't an apple tree. And so he said, uh, verse 34, O generation of vipers, and he was talking to religious people, (laughs) how can you be an evil Speak good things. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Do you know what's going to come out of your mouth? It's whatever you're full of. I I taught a message on this some years ago, and that was the title. What are you full of? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, as you can imagine, you can go a lot of different directions. Right? What are you full of? But it's a fact. How do you get full of something? Well, by it being pumped into you. Mm -hmm. Right? And when it comes to your heart, the way things get into you is through your ear. Faith comes by hearing. Fear comes by hearing. Unbelief comes by hearing. And so... By, by allowing stuff to get pumped into your ear, then it's, it affects your mind, your thought processes. And if you hear it enough and think on it enough, it'll get down in your heart. And if you do that enough, hearing, hearing, thinking, thinking, getting in. Hearing, hearing, thinking, thinking, getting in. Eventually, you'll get full of that, whatever it is good or bad. You can be full of hate. You can be full of lust. You can be full of love. You can be full of fear. You can be full of love. Or or faith, I'm trying to say. But whatever you're full of. Now, you know, adults learn how to filter a little bit and temper, especially when they're around people, especially when they're in church, They'll kind of watch what they say. But when, when you really find out what's in you is when you're squeezed. Mm-hmm. Right? Like a sponge. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, a, a good sponge might be sitting there, not even dripping, but, be, but it's full of something. Mm-hmm. But when you push on it, <laughs> what's going to happen? What's in it is going to come out. And so that's what he's talking about. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And so we see that when Pharaoh's bearing down on these uh, Israelites and the Red Sea is holding them in, what came out of their mouth? D- did they plan to speak unbelief? <laughs> uh, no, no. But what was in them came out. Because of the pressure. And then you see it again and again. When they traveled three days and they couldn't find any water. Well the pressure's on. About we got to have water. Got to have water. Anybody know where we're going to get any water out here? In the desert. Well what came out of their mouth? What are we going to drink? What are you going to do? Unbelief came out. Because that's what they're full of. Unbelief. Well, it's why you need to be a part of a good church. Where you're hearing something other than politics and social reform. Uh, You're hearing the anointed word of God. It's why you and I need to take our Bible and feed ourselves. Is that right? Feed ourselves on the word of God. And it's why we have faith school. So So you can have a supplement. To come and hear what? Because whatever you're full of, you know, when the pressure comes, when the challenge hits you, it's going it's to come out without you even meaning to. It'll come out. And if you go, oh, what are we going to do? There's no way. Well, that's not faith. That's not what's in you. And that's not what's going to help you. And that's not what's going to open the door for God to help. So you don't want to wait until you're in a desperate situation to try to get full of faith. Can you see this, guys? Now, God's merciful. Don't misunderstand me. God is merciful. You can be on empty (laughs) where word and faith is concerned and get hit with a terrible thing. But if you'll look up to God and ask for His mercy and tell Him that you want to choose to trust Him, He'll help you. He will help you. He will lift you up. Amen. Now you'll know you've been through something <laughs> because you're so weak, but you can overcome. Amen. You can get out. But it's so much better that instead of waiting till you get hit with something, feed your faith on a regular basis. Be a part of a, a good church family where you get fed regularly in the services and also with your church family and 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 fellowship that you have, everybody's feeding each other with, with words of faith and supplemental things like this. And there's a lot of good ministries going on in the earth that'll help you and feed you. And if you'll do that on a regular basis, when challenges arise and things come up, it, without you even thinking about it, faith will come out of you. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sometimes you'll be impressed with what you heard come out of your own mouth. You'll think, did I just say that? Did, I, did you hear me? <laughs> you didn't plan it. Exactly. But it's because it got in your heart over a period of sometimes even years. It built in you. And it built in you until when you were squeezed, well, you're full of faith. So what do you think is going to come out? Faith comes out of your mouth. Hallelujah. Oh, somebody say, praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Verse uh, 34, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So what I'm saying is my faith speaking, if that's what's in my heart. Or whatever anybody's saying, Uh, your your words uh, is your fear speaking, your unbelief speaking, your faith speaking. Verse uh, 35, a good man out of the good treasure of the heart brings forth good things. Evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth evil things, depending on what you're full of. But I say to you that every idle word, and that word idle means non-working, non-producing word. Uh, There's a phrase you hear people sometimes say, I'm just saying. (laughs) Have you heard that phrase? I'm just saying. I detest that phrase. Why? Because this, this, that's what this is talking about what do you mean you're just saying you're, you're saying I'm talking but it don't mean anything idle words well the problem is you're going to have to give an account of them you reckon most people believe that no they don't believe that how many understand God never rambles when he talks Huh? God never speaks and says, don't pay attention to that. I'm just saying. <laughs> Are you kidding? When God says it, it happens. Is that right? When God says it, it's forever. He, God never speaks just to express His feelings. Never. When He speaks, He releases power. He releases love, faith, creative power. And you and I are created in His image and likeness. And He tells us be imitators of me as dear children. And so we we must, this whole world, you, you talk about idle talk. Oh wow. Everywhere, the, the earth is just full of Nothing and evil talk and zero content and all these voices in the world and all of them are saying something. And if you're used to that, you'll just, if it crosses your mind, you'll say it. If you feel it, you'll say it. And then you'll look back and go, whew, I shouldn't have said that. Well, (laughs) words are not nothing, words matter. Words can create, words can destroy. Words affect spiritual environment. Words can cause fear or faith, love, hate. They matter. And we must learn the power of choosing our words wisely and putting what we want in the words to affect our life the way we want it to be. And to affect the changes that we want to to be changed. Instead of just, you know, blurting out what you feel. Does everybody really need to know about everything you feel? (laughs) Let me help you. No. No. (laughs) No. Feelings are fickle. They change by the moment. And what the enemy... See, the enemy's counting on this. He's counting on bringing you feelings, bringing you thoughts, and pushing on you until he gets you to say, I just feel terrible. I just, I just don't think I can make it. And he says, you're not going to make it. And you go, I don't think I'm going to make it. You're not going to make it. I, don't, I may not make it. You're not going to make it. And if he can get you to believe that... And get, and hear it and think it enough, you'll get full of that. And the more pressure that comes on you, what will come out of your mouth? I'm not going to make it. Now we've seen, and go back if you would to uh, Exodus 15 again. I know a lot of people don't believe this. They don't believe that words make any difference. But the Bible teaches that they do. The Bible teaches life and death is in the power of the tongue and that God created everything that he made with his words. In fact, Christianity itself is called the great confession. And the apostle and high priest of our confession is Jesus right now at the right hand of majesty. He works with our words. He works with what we say. It's how we got born again. Right? You believed it in your heart and you said it with your mouth. This, these are spiritual laws that are in place. And they work whether you think they do or not. They work just as effectively for bad as they do for good. And you see in Exodus, when the people cried out, they said, you know, it's because no, there are no graves Uh, in Egypt, that you you took us out here to die in the wilderness. To die in the wilderness. Verse 12, they said, Leave us alone. Uh, It had been better to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. You will hear that phrase another, I don't know, six, seven, eight times in these passages. We're all going to die in the wilderness. Who's pushing them to say that? And why would it be That exact phrase, when when you get more uh, alert and attuned spiritually, you you see these things clearer. A lot of times it doesn't make sense what people are saying. Why are they saying that? Where did they get that? And why do they keep saying that same thing? The enemy brought it to them. He brought it to their mind and he keeps bringing it to their mind. And pushing them to say it. Why? Because that's what he wants to do. He wants to steal, kill, and destroy. And he can't do it without your cooperation. He needs your mouth. The problem is, most people on the planet don't hesitate to cooperate with him. They'll say anything that crosses their mind. Especially when there are strong feelings attached to it and pressures attached did you bring us out here to die in the wilderness? We're all going to die in the wilderness? Verse. Go back to verse 16, chapter 16 again, rather. Chapter 16, verse 2. The whole congregation of the children of Israel murmured against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. The children of Israel, they said to him, Would to God we had died. Died. Why do they keep talking about dying? Is that really necessary? I mean, if you're on the earth, yeah, if the Lord tarries is coming, you're going to die. Is nobody still hanging around from the 1600s? Right? And in a very short amount of time, you're going to die. Your dog, your cat, your goldfish, your tree, your flowers, it's all going to die. We should know this. But why just talk death? Who had the power of death? We saw that in Hebrews 2. It was the devil. Well, even though he doesn't have the power of death, Jesus stripped him and brought to to naught, He, he still will try to get you to work against yourself and open up the door and invite destruction in by talking death. And notice what they said. They said, would to God we'd have died by the hand of the Lord. Uh, one translation says, I wish we'd have died. Have you ever heard this kind of talk? Yes. I just wish I'd have never come. Huh? I just, I just wish I'd have never uh, done this. I wish I'd never been a part of this. I just, I just wish I was dead. Do you really now? Really? No. So many times people they are they're dishonest. So, why are you saying this? Is this going to help you? Are you going to feel better after you cry and go, I wish I was dead? Is that going to work some kind of miraculous help for you? And all at once, you're going to go, Oh, I feel better now, you know, (laughs) after crying and saying, I wish I was dead? No, no. It's not even reasonable why you would want to say this over and over again. Spiritual forces are at work. And these people are not recognizing that the enemy is playing them, as they used to say, like a rented banjo. He's playing them. (laughs) That means you're beating on it. (laughs) Playing them, and they don't even they don't even see it. He says, "We're all going to die out here." And what do they do? Open their mouth and they say, "We're all going to die out here," just like puppets. Whatever thoughts he brings to their mind, they just spit them right out. And see, they don't don't think it matters because it's how they feel. It's how they really feel. Tell me what happened to them. What happened to them? Exactly what they kept saying over and over and over again. Exactly what they said. What happened to them? They died in the wilderness. Is that right? Yes. That's exactly. In fact, by the time they got to Numbers 14, and this had happened 10 different episodes and times, the Lord said, What you have said out of your mouth is what's going to happen to you. They got what they said. They should have said something else. Is that right? Yes. I said, they should have said something else. Is they, are we supposed to learn from this? Yes. What are we supposed to learn? Don't say everything that crosses your mind. Don't just talk how you feel. And especially when the pressure's on, watch what you say. Take a moment. No matter how much pressure you're under, take a moment and just check your heart and say, Lord, what should I say about this? What should I say? What do you say about this? That's what confession means, saying the same thing. And if you'll say what he said, he will do what you said. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. He will bring his words to pass in your life, his words that are coming out of your mouth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Said out loud. The Lord, the Lord is, the is the high priest of my confession. Of my confession. I pray I purpose purpose. to speak what he speaks, speaks. to say say. what he has said said. only Only. over me, over Over mine, mine. and he is faithful faithful. to bring his word to pass pass. in my life. life. Praise Praise God. Well, our time's up again today. We are making progress. And our murmuring days are over. We'll see you again soon back here in Faith School. Well, as you can see, our words really matter. I like to, at the end of every week, speak over our partners and speak faith and increase. But you know, my words won't overpower your words. Uh, You don't want to be talking about, we don't have we can't do, I just, I need, I need, I need. That won't help you. You want to agree with what he has said. So let me lead you. Say this out loud. Say it out loud. Say it out loud. I call every bill paid. I call every need met. My God is my faithful source and my good shepherd. I shall not lack. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Go ministering spirits, cause abundance to come in and overflow. Every hindering spirit, I bind you and command you to stop in Jesus' name. I am prospering. I am coming up. We will have abundance and we will give, and it'll come back to us in abundance. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Now, don't talk anything else. Don't talk the lack. Don't talk the need. Don't let pressure get to you. And you will see results. It's heading your way in Jesus' name. We'll see you soon back here in Faith School. Thank you for joining us at Faith School. Class is dismissed for today, but you can watch this and other episodes of Faith School, free of charge at faithschool.org. For more information, visit our website. Our call is at... Nine four one seven zero two seven three nine zero.